Priority Talk. Welcome in to the Friday edition. Priority Talk Radio right here on Truth 101 WXJC. Greg Davis here with you. Stewart's here as well. And, uh, hey, glad to be back with you in studio this evening. Uh, been away for, uh, what, two days, Wednesday and Thursday. So, of course, big thanks to Nate for uh, filling the gap for me. And I'm glad to be back in here with you uh, on this Friday. Uh, you know, when I'm away, I don't really get to listen to the show, obviously. I mean, I can go back and listen. Uh, but I'm if I could, if I could uh, listen, I would be here. You know, I would be on. So what? What I mean? What goes on when I'm not here? I know. I know what Nate and you guys do when I'm here. What goes on when I'm not here? There was this funny moment yesterday where Nate was like, took his glasses off. He started rubbing his eyes right when we we're playing the bumper music, mm-hmm. and then his glasses snap in half. Yeah. And then he just goes back to like reading the article, and he just intros the segment like normal. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait! I like interrupt him. Like, wait, hold on! You got to tell the people what just happened. His glasses <laughs> broke. Yeah, they like snapped in half, right? Like here like the lens wow just separate, like it, yeah and then he put it on like a monocle and read the article and <laughs> i was like dude there's no way you can't tell the audience what just happened because it was uh, hilarious when it happened a trooper for sure um you know my friend michael hart when he was on this station uh, for all those years one day he's live on the air right over in the other room here and has his uh, retina detaches while he's on the air wow that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's uh, man, like 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 while he was mid sentence. Yeah, like right in the middle of a segment. Did he yell "ow" or something? I don't know. <laughs> I was here, uh, and I just remember him leaving. You know, and it was kind of a whoa, what happened? You know, um, I, I didn't, I wasn't in there with him, or I wasn't listening. I can't remember, but I remember being here, and I remember seeing him as he left, and uh, some other people just had to jump in and kind mm. of finish. But I think he like finished out what he was doing. Uh huh. You know, he was just, I think, in shock of, my gosh, what's happened? You know, you don't know your retina has detached. You know, you don't Uh realize that in the moment. You just know my eyes, like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. No, I had no idea about I haven't even talked to Nate, so I didn't know his (laughs) glasses had broken. Uh, So this fell apart, basically. Uh, Yeah, I hope he made it home. Like, I hope he... (laughs) Well, I haven't talked to him. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows if he made it home or not? Well, surely he did. We, We would have heard if he didn't. Surely his wife or someone would have called us and said, hey, what have you done with Nate? Uh, so I'm sure he's good, but I haven't talked to him. I, I've been traveling. I was away down in um, sort of the uh, uh, Chambers County, Lee County, Tallapoosa County. Just kind of, uh, if you come out of Birmingham down Highway 280, all the way down through there. Alexander City, Dadeville, Lafayette, Lynette. Uh, that's kind of where I spent my time the last couple of days. I had a, a great time at a church on Wednesday evening down in Lafayette, Alabama. And um, if any of those folks have picked us up uh, listening to our podcast or online, uh, sure did enjoy being with you there at Lafayette Heights Baptist Church and uh, was able to speak to a group there, to their uh, Bible study group on Wednesday evening. And then uh, Thursday evening, I spoke uh, last night at the East Alabama Republican assembly and so it's um kind of a a republican affiliated group that comes together from multiple counties in that area and it was their christmas dinner and uh, so it was kind of a christmas party um you know i got there i'd had a meeting that day i also met with a couple of our legislators while i was out and spent some time with them but i got to the event and it was in lafayette 
at a place called The Venue. This was the first event they've had there. You know, it's kind of an older downtown, and they're reviving it and bringing it back. And so a, uh, a family has opened up a business, and then next door they've got an event venue there and an older, what, what I'm assuming was a, you know, probably a retail store back in the day, something like that. And so this was the first event they had held in, in, this, you know, in this room. Wonderful food. It was a great time. But I got there a couple of hours early and, you know, was even helping set up and moving some tables around. And, um, you know, they had a bunch of giveaways they were going to do, like drawing for prizes and all this kind of stuff. And I knew I was in the right place when I heard them getting organized. You know, you hear a group getting organized and there's a big Christmas tree right in the middle of the room. And they they start pulling out guns to give away. Pistols. Rifles, like shotguns. Not, not airsoft, like actual... No, yeah, no, real, yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, like Glocks and shotguns <laughs> and 410s and 22s. I mean, just Oh, a, man. So they're getting them out, and they're kind of like, I knew I was in the right place when I heard them say, hey, let's put the guns over by the Christmas tree. <laughs> I said, Light it up. I have found the right place. The, the guns by the Christmas tree. So uh, that's that was the event, and uh, had a, had a great time, met a lot of good people. Uh, had some. Uh, there were some reporters there, and uh, Secretary of State Wes Allen was there, and he gave some remarks, and then um, and then I spoke, and uh, you know, kind of kind of did the uh, the main, I guess, uh, you know, the main message, and was able to sort of you know relate to, to Christmas, and then and then some of the issues that we're facing uh, here in our state and in our country, you know, and it, it all goes back to. Um, you know, I, I talked about Isaiah 9, 6, where, you know, a, a child shall be born and the government will be upon his shoulders. So, you know, what does that mean? Th- these are groups that are very active in government and politically. But what does that mean? Well, it simply just means that uh, it was a prophecy of, of, the, of Messiah coming to be born, which we know as, as, uh, as Jesus or Yeshua or you know, uh, salvation. And... Uh, basically, it's saying that this child would be born, and even the government would be subject to him. Uh, that he would even be—it's—it's it's about his lordship, and that even the government—he uh, is lord even of the government. And so, he—and to be lord means you're over something. Now, Jesus is lord. Whether you recognize that or not, it doesn't change anything. He is lord. The question is. Will you recognize him as Lord? Will you acknowledge him as Lord? Will you, uh, will you place him uh, in the place of in the rightful place of lordship in your life? Because he is Lord. It's just whether or not you will acknowledge it now, or acknowledge it another time. You know, uh, Philippians tells us that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, even those in government through all ages. So I don't care who it is, um, the, uh, the the government um, person uh, that you may despise the most or admire the most, whether it's um, Ronald Reagan or or if it's um, Adolf Hitler, uh, all will bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. But when he, he is Lord, he is over. And when you make him Lord, uh, you choose some things over other things. And so that was sort of the uh, the gist of my message, and I won't rehash it all with you. But for example, one of the things we choose is life over death, and 
you know, we're proud to be in a state that honors life and from our government levels, from the laws that we have passed. Uh, we honor life. We have a covenant, I believe, of, of life in this state. And uh, we're proud of that. And so, uh, you know, it's very impossible to get an in-person abortion in our state. But you've heard me talk about really the problem uh, right now are the are the uh, the pills that come in, um, the uh, the abortion pills that are mailed into our state. These chemical pills, uh, mifepristone in particular, uh, is one that we've mentioned a lot. And so, you know, those pills are illegal to use in the state of Alabama, and there's been attempts to try to. Uh, to block them from being mailed into states like Alabama where they are illegal to use them. And but what happens is ladies that find themselves pregnant, they order these pills online. And um, most of the time, I believe they pretty much come from even out of the country. They really don't even know what they're getting or what they're getting into with this uh, process of, um, of, of a chemical abortion, a, uh, a forcing a, a miscarriage, really. And so that's been a big issue. And so there's been some attempts to block them from coming in. You know, the Biden administration has, uh, has done everything they can do to continue to make these, appeal, these pills be, be available in, in all of the nation, even though they're illegal in, in some states like Alabama. Well, good news. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court, you may have heard this, I think it was yesterday on Thursday, uh, has now announced that they will hear oral arguments in, uh, in this case. Uh, it's the, uh, the Federal uh, Drug Administration, the FDA, okay, that's the government, versus the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine. And so they have uh, filed this suit over these pills, and there's going to be oral arg- arguments heard in this, in this term upcoming. So that means we should uh, get a ruling on this. I, I, my understanding would be, Usually those come out in the summer, just like the Roe versus Wade, the Dobbs decision came out during the summer. And so uh, this is a big deal. And for the U.S. Supreme Court to hear this, I- I've got to think that with the makeup of the court right now, with a court that overturned Roe versus Wade, that there is really, really a strong chance that uh, these pills will eventually be uh, be ruled to not be uh able to make their way by by mail into states like ours Uh, other uh, parts of this uh, would be limiting the use of the drug to the first seven weeks of pregnancy and also really ending the the ability to just order these pills off the mail you know you know like you order something off amazon and actually requiring an in-person medical visit prior to the drug actually being prescribed to you, that you would actually see a doctor. You know, with all the talk of, uh, of, of pro-abortions uh, people, pro-death people, you know, they won't always, you know, their mantra once upon a time was safe, legal, and rare. Well, they don't even use that anymore. But uh, if, you're, if you're all about being safe, then what's wrong with seeing a doctor before you... Uh, before you before you send chemical pills to someone to take it home all by themselves. So uh, I think this is going to be a big, big uh, deal coming up. I think it's a matter of prayer for those of us who value life over death uh, because uh, right now 
the uh, the percentage of abortions that are happening are are, are high. I, I don't want to give a number and be wrong. I've got a number in my mind that I've heard, but n- let me not be incorrect. But a a a majority, strong majority of uh, abortions are taking place because through these pills because of these pills, and actually. Uh, some of the numbers do tell us that one in five women who take the drug experience complications that actually require them to go and get further medical attention. And so there's there's just a safety issue with this here. Even if you don't value the 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 issue of life, there's a safety issue even for the women using these as well. So um, you're going to get these oral arguments sometime early in the year uh, after after the first of the year in January. You'll get this uh, decision will be uh, announced probably sometime in June or July, and uh, it will be very interesting to see. I think uh, most of our uh, churches and our, our, our state our, and our conservative in particular churches um, care about the sanctity of life. We care about dignity for all people, including the preborn, and we care about health of the women we care about their safety we care about how well they may they, they are doing and so you know we always say there's more to being pro-life than just being against abortion and so uh, we hope that the court will um, will uphold what's already been ruled in the fifth circuit court i didn't go into all the the details we've talked about them before here but if that happens uh, there will be uh, pre-born lives will be saved and women will be safer from these chemical abortions. So um, that is a matter of prayer, I do believe, and something to follow on the national level at the U.S. Supreme Court level. All right, let's take a break, come back on the other side. Uh, boy, put that on your prayer list. That's an important one. Uh, it, it's a horrible thing to, uh, to, um, uh, for women and for those babies. Uh, it's, a, it's a horrible process, and it does take a life. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back on the other side. Don't forget, you can always uh, message us. 205-941-1011 is our number. Just message us, text us, 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. Here at Priority Talk, we're showcasing our longest-running advertiser and good friend of the show, Today's Family Dentistry your family hometown dental practice, conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians and a friendly staff who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with all the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield, all kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment at 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry, located in downtown Coleman, directly behind the Coleman County Courthouse. That's 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry your friendly hometown dentist in Coleman. Hey, everybody, this is Pam Tebow, and I just want to give a shout-out to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Hey, 
And we return. We're glad to have you with us here on this Friday evening as we press toward the uh, bottom of the hour. I know a lot of folks out there getting places the last weekend before Christmas. So uh, no doubt many of us headed to uh, Christmas parties, get-togethers, family gatherings, church uh, programs, uh, Sunday school, class parties, all that kind of stuff going on. We're going to have a party next week, boys. Going to have a party next week. Let's go. I'm taking taking you guys. We're all going to lunch. All right. You, you in for that, Josh? Yeah. Yep. We're going to go to lunch Tuesday. Tuesday's the day. So, Nate, if you're listening in, uh, get that on your calendar. Lunch on Tuesday uh, and uh, hang out a little bit together outside of the radio here. Uh, but anyway, everybody be careful out there. It is a, a really nice uh, Friday evening. As far as I know, it's nice here. I haven't really looked at the weather, but I think I think the listening audience has got nice weather. So be careful out there getting where you're going. Uh, if you got to do shopping this weekend, boy, just stay nice, stay nice. I, I, know it's, um, I know it can get frustrating with the parking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and that still is bad. But, but man, that's, that's, that situation is nothing like it used to be. I don't think the parking and the malls, yeah, they get crowded, yeah, but so many people now shop online. Yeah, it's online that, now. That not as many people are out and about as as they once were. Even when we started this show, uh, you know, shopping online, yeah, it was a thing, but nothing like it is now. And and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, of course, with COVID, if you weren't shopping online, you pretty much got to shop it online. Because that was about, you know, it was it, you had limited options. And so that sort of, you know, catapulted that ahead as well. I remember the first time, just thinking about this, first time I ordered a book from Amazon, you know, when they began, and I'm going to think this was probably about the year 2000, maybe 2001. Hmm. Something like that. I don't know. When did Amazon start? When did when did Amazon open? I don't remember. Um, but I, I was in seminary, and I needed a book. And I had heard about this thing called Amazon that had books cheaper, you know, than you could buy them. You know, and these textbooks were always, you know, they're always expensive. And so I remember thinking, gosh, can I really order this on here? I, I mean, I'm going to put my credit card in here? Are they really going to send it to me? Yeah, it says Amazon began in 1994. Okay. Well. Under the name Cadabra. Hmm. Well, so when it became Amazon, I don't know. Okay. Well, by the time 2000, okay, it, it was, you know, starting to pop a little bit. And I just remember thinking, if I put my credit card in here, are, are they really going to send me this book or is this a scam? How's it going to get to me? Yeah, it just it seemed like really shady. Yeah, (laughs) it seemed shady. I was worried about it, but it was a good price, and I didn't have to go find it. You know, because those books are not easy to find. Sometimes these textbook type, you know, there's limited places you can buy those. It's not like you can run to Walmart and pick you know pick up a book. And I do remember the name of the book. I still have it. You want to know the name of it? Let's see here. The name. What is it? The name of the book was How the Romans Saw Christians. Hmm. It was about post-resurrection, how the Roman 
empire dealt with this whole Jesus Christ follower movement, people of the way. And it was a lot of, a lot of look at um, historical sources, jo- uh, Josephus, and just what was written historically in that time following the resurrection and ascension of Jesus. Anyway, that was the book. I think I still have it, but uh, I just remember going, wow. But now nobody thinks anything about it, and people shop online, which makes the stores not quite as crowded. But you're kind of getting to that point where if you hadn't ordered it, you're just about going to need to go get it online. I mean, you know, you're, you're getting close mm-hmm. to getting it in time for Christmas, to, you know, to make sure you got it. So, or if you're shipping something to people, yeah. it's getting to be uh, that 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 time. You guys got your shopping done, or do y'all do shopping? I buy gifts for my family, and I have ordered, I have ordered them. I just got to make sure they get in, okay? Because it's these random. I, I don't go on Amazon all the time because we kind of like share Amazon accounts. Yeah, that's a pain, isn't it? They all see it. Yeah, so I see me go. and my wife. We've talked about that. It's like we see things we want to get, but then you're like, well, the other person's gonna see. Now it. I'm using like websites I've never heard of, and I'm like, please don't be a scam. Yeah, see, please, a shady. Please, yeah, please be real. Yeah, I, it has reviews, but the reviews could all be fake for all I know. Yeah, bought. Yep. So I'm just like, ah, just I they I got the I got the email confirmation saying I bought them. They got like support links. I'm like, yeah. okay, just get it to me by the next week or so before I got to go home. So does anyone else order stuff and then like forget you ordered it and it shows up and you're like, what is this? And then you open it up and go, oh yeah, if it would have not came, I probably would have forgot about it. Some if it's like a grocery, like I'll sometimes like order groceries mm-hmm. and then go pick them up, but one of the items wasn't available, so they're gonna ship it to me, and then they'll get there like two days later. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But if I buy like a specific thing, I'll usually remember. You're looking for it. Yeah. You you keep you track it, you keep up with it. You want to know when it's gonna be Depends there. Depends on what it is. If it's important to me, yeah, huh. I'll keep up with it. Well, if uh, have you got your shopping, Josh? You done? You got you done? You got my gifts and everything, you know, everything, everything's good. I haven't gotten everything just yet. Not yet, not yet. yet. All right. One pressing just a little bit, you know, it's that time of year where it gets a little bit harder to get out to the stores. It does. It does. I, well, we're, we're going to do a little bit tomorrow. So we're, we're not done yet, and we're going to get some of that in. And then uh, I'm preaching Sunday, let me say that, uh, Eastern Valley Baptist Church out in the Bessemer, not in just the Bessemer area. I think it's actually in Bessemer, Alabama, uh, headed out, uh, out out I-59 toward Tuscaloosa. Uh, so uh, Eastern Valley Baptist, I've been there once before, looking forward to being back with them on Sunday. And then uh, that kind of does it for me for the year as far as uh, you know being out at events or engagements until I think the first Sunday of January, then I'm, I'm back at it again. But... Um, uh, but that's yeah, it's kind of going to be my weekend, and actually, I think I'm gonna hit a basketball game this weekend as well. So uh, should be nice because I've been on the road all week, so I'm I'm ready to sort of sort of chill a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, last weekend my wife and I went up to Coleman to the whole market they've got up there, and we were gonna go to the Ave Maria Grotto uh, and see. I, I haven't been there in decades, and I was gonna go there because they light that up for Christmas. And, you know, just to be really nice, we were going to go, but they actually, they didn't open on Saturday night because, you know, they had the storms coming, mm-hmm. so they didn't open. But um, it, it wasn't even raining. The storms came much later, but that was kind of disappointing because we were wanting to do that. But, you know, looking for different things, you know, during the seasonal time to uh, kind of fill in the gap. All right, here we go. Uh, right here at the bottom of the hour, 
we're glad you guys are with us. Uh, I've got a couple more stories I want to hit on the other side. We just got to talk in there. You guys remember, uh, we've talked about it, and then we had, had a caller, uh, what, a week or two, maybe a week ago? I'm trying to remember. Let me look back and see who, uh, if I can remember who it was. Called about these, um, these black and purple billboards that we see all over the state. The, the, the pregnant need an abortion. We can help. You guys remember that, that call? Okay. Well, uh, other people also have been wondering this, and um, it's kind of what we thought, but I'll, I'll give you uh, what Will Blakely, I think it's Will, um, yeah, Will Blakely from 1819 News has done a little article on that explaining what these are about. So if you've seen these billboards about needing an abortion, we can help. Uh, let me tell you more about it. I'll tell you that when we come back on the other side. It's Priority Talk Radio, Truth 101, WXJC. Greg Davis here with you, and uh, we'll be right back on the other side. Did you know that you can choose life when renewing your automobile tax? Choose Life Alabama is celebrating 20 years of license plate sales in Alabama. Over those 20 years, $4.4 million has been given to pregnancy resource centers just from the sales of Choose Life Auto Tags. Each year, Alabamians pay an extra $50 for approximately 6,000 automobile license plates. The great majority of those funds go directly to local pregnancy resource centers and other pro-life causes. By placing a Choose Life tag on a vehicle, you're also encouraging people to protect the unborn who are made in God's image. In this 20th year of Choose Life Alabama, Priority Talk listeners could easily help double the number of Choose Life automobile tags purchased and therefore double the amount of funds given back to your local pregnancy resource centers. Choose Life Alabama is a low-maintenance, high-impact virtual organization with practically no overhead and no physical location. Learn how you can make sure no unborn life is lost by visiting ChooseLifeAlabama.org. Pregnancy resource centers around the state greatly depend on this annual funding from license plate renewals. Learn how you can help at ChooseLifeAlabama.org. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Thank you for being with us. Priority Talk Radio here on Truth 101 WXJC. Greg Davis with you on this Friday evening. Welcome in if you're just joining us. Uh, we just been bouncing it around a little bit here. We uh, we started the show off today talking about the, uh, the big announcement from the U.S. Supreme Court saying they are going to take up the case and hear arguments on the uh, abortion chemical pills, uh, mifepristine, and uh, that'll be a ruling that we would likely get next summer. All right, so that's a matter of prayer because uh, this is the way, although illegal, it is the way that uh, women are uh, are being taken advantage of here in our state uh, and uh, and ordering these through the mail so they can uh, basically self-induce an abortion. And uh, that's not good for the unborn, and it certainly is not good or safe for uh, the, the lady either. And one in five uh, end up having to go to the hospital for further medical treatments because of uh, what these chemical pills uh, cause to happen with their body and the body of the uh, the unborn uh, that is within them as well. So uh, that's a big deal. So if you missed that, we, we spent a few minutes on it, uh, but just wanted to mention it again. Put that on your prayer list, uh, much like when the uh, Supreme Court announced they were going to hear 
the Dobbs case that would, uh, you know, put Roe v. Wade in jeopardy, you know, we started saying, well, we got to be praying about this. Um, you know, we're not going to go into the to the uh, chambers and argue the case before the Supreme Court, but we can pray for those who are, and we can pray for the judges to uh, to continue to stand uh, for the Constitution and the right to life, uh, as they as this court has done uh, on a couple of different occasions already. And um, you know, and and the overturn, you know, mostly uh, by seeing the overturn of Roe v. Wade, and like it or not, you know, we've said this. I won't, I won't go on and on about it. But like it or not, the uh, the, the uh, progress in the court that has been seen for life. I mean, you have got to give uh, Donald Trump his due on that. Now I, he don't get all the credit because it took a long time and a lot of lot of uh, miles and. A lot of people to help even get it to that point but Donald Trump uh, whatever you think of him uh, or don't think of him uh, he did appoint uh, three justices in that four-year term and uh, and it turned the court uh, back to where it should be which uh, there is no constitutional uh, right to kill your child even if it's unborn so uh, be praying about that. Also, these billboards. All right, this has come up a couple of times, and you know we had told you sort of the front side of it that uh, they were their their goal was to help women get to another state to have an abortion. Uh, but these black and purple billboards, they're really I I travel the state and they're they're all over. Don't don't just think they're in your area. There there are multiples of them across the state. And I will tell you, they do tend, I have noticed, they do tend to be sort of um, posted in, um, in areas that, how we, how we might say, are a, a little bit more economically challenged. I have noticed that. So that, it, that just shows the, uh, you know, how, how these groups prey upon people who, uh, who, who find themselves in a, in, in a bad way, maybe in more than one way. Uh, but, um, you know, these low-income areas have always been the target of abortionists. Uh, you know, if you find a, a Planned Parenthood, an abortion clinic, they are typically going to be located in low-income areas. That That's just, that's who they cater to. And that's what they're about. But um, this billboard is, uh, it says on it, you've seen them likely, pregnant with a question mark need an abortion with a question mark we can help proabort.com and then um, it also says it's paid for by the pink house fund now there's no pink on the sign uh, to me that's purple maybe i don't know maybe it's some shade of pink but it looks it's purple to me so you know somebody sees this and think you know, hey yeah so they call, so they go to this website and they're offered help not only to uh, to help them travel to an abortion clinic in another state, but also help with paying for the abortion. That's what they find when they go to this website. You know, and we've told you some of these groups, you know, they, uh, they will actually even fly people, put them on airplanes, VIP acts, you know, pick them up at the airport. Smuggling people. Some of them even offer i've seen limousines pick you up take you bring you back put you back on a plane send you back home 
help you get an abortion. I don't know if this group goes that high end or not, or if they give them a bus ticket. I don't know, or if they, I don't know what they do. I, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to even want to dig that deep. It probably depends uh, on factors, but uh, they, they see. So these billboards are up in our state, and, and I have to guess they're legal. You know, um, it, it doesn't seem to be. I'm not a lawyer, but it doesn't seem to be illegal to advertise things in this state that are illegal. We advertise casinos. They're not legal. For the most part, they're not legal. Um, you've got the, uh, you know, a few that are the, the federals, federal land. Uh, all kinds of sports betting advertises, you know. You can't. Well, there's some some radio you can't listen to. It's all that's all it's about, you know. Mo, and I had somebody down in uh, South Alabama this week ask me this. They said, "Look, I listen to the a sports talk station down here. I think it was out of Auburn, and they said all it is is just full of betting, 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 and guest and betting." And I, I said, "That's all it is." He's like, "Is it legal to do that? Because it's not legal to to cat to, to to bet. Is it legal to promote betting?" And I guess it is. Or they wouldn't get away with it. So I guess it's okay to uh, advertise that you'll help someone get an abortion in another state. But this is uh, sponsored by this Pink House Fund. And now I was familiar with this group. I just didn't know it by this name. And I don't know if they've changed the name. But uh, Will Blakely has done a real good job on this on 1819 News. And it's a Mississippi-based nonprofit that uh, works with abortion clinics and they basically raise money to pay for abortions and also for, quote, continued education surrounding the stigma of abortion-related issues. This fund, uh, prior to uh, the Dobbs decision, focused on providing financial support uh, for women in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, they had the Jackson Women's Health Organization there, and that is where there was a... um, an abortion clinic there in Jackson, Mississippi, that was connected to the abortion clinic in Tuscaloosa and I think also in Birmingham. And when I say connected, I'm not fully sure what that means, but I do know that at one point there was one abortion doctor that rotated between these clinics. Jackson, Mississippi, Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, uh, sort of rotated through those places. And... Um, so there's there was a connection there, but this uh, group basically s- supported abortions there at the Jackson, Mississippi location. Um, and uh, after Roe v. Wade, after the Dobbs decision, uh, you know, brought abortion made it illegal in the state of Alabama and and Mississippi because honestly, because actually the case, the Dobbs decision, the, or the Dobbs case that became the Dobbs decision, came out of Mississippi. And came out of Jackson, right out of that very uh, abortion clinic. That was the that was the uh, the court case, the the challenge that went all the way up. So, after that, uh, they began to con- continue to raise funds so they could contribute financially to abortions around the country. And that's what they do now. Um, it's it's a shame. I hate it. It's a blot to advertise abortions and to 
put them in low income, you know, sort of areas out on the interstate or the highway in parts of, you know, in parts of our state where you just kind of know, generally speaking, that that's an area that's, um, you know, had a, you know, is economically uh, disadvantaged from from jobs and industry. And they prey upon those groups. Now, of course, anybody may see it that's traveling through or whatever. But uh, but no doubt when you put them in the low income areas, you know, like um, like in Birmingham, it's uh, between East Lake and Woodlawn. Okay, and, and of course, those areas are known um, to be, uh, you know, the quality of, of housing and, and, and jobs and shop, you know, those things have been diminished over the years in those areas. Now, there, there's been some comeback, but it's a challenged area, no doubt about it. And it actually uh, sits right across from a, 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 an alternative school. So, you know, the, you'd think maybe you could isolate those away from schools or away from churches anything like that but uh, anyway thanks to will blakely he's a great reporter does a good job and i uh, thanks to him in 1819 for uh, for for putting this out there i had not chased down the pink house fund all of that information you know we looked at the proabort.com website that they promote and saw what it did real quick which is exactly what i thought it did which was help help women go get an abortion uh, so it's a shame. Well, we hate to see that, but it is what it is. And you know, I'll I'll do a little bit more uh, poking around and find out what can be done to 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 outlaw these signs. I, I don't know if it can be. You know, uh, you know, you're talking about a private business, and it's Lamar Signs. Uh, it seems to be to me, which they own most of the billboards in this state. So, but it is Lamar that uh, it, it's their billboards. You know, now these people buy the space, and and I got a feeling Lamar probably can't deny them uh, the buy. You know, when you're in business, you know there's certain um, you know you, you have to you have to treat people uh, equally. Uh, you can't discriminate against um, people who want to do business with you in most cases, but that is something worth looking into. So we'll uh, we'll keep kind of after that, let you know what else we find out about it. But again. Um, you know, as we choose life over death, this uh, the chemical abortion pills uh, going to the Supreme Court, things like this, the the battle for life, the battle uh, against abortion, and the battle for life uh, is is by no means uh, on the back burner. It is it is if you've never been in the in the uh, gotten active in this movement, now's the time to do it because uh, we're actually in a position now to where you know we've gotten over the hump. And we're making progress on um, making it difficult, more difficult to, to go and and, uh, and and take the life of your unborn. Uh, now, what we've got to do on the other side of it is we've got to make it uh, easier for these uh, children that are now born to have a, a, a wonderful home to grow up in, whether that's with the biological parent or if they're not able to provide that with a foster home or an adoptive family. So, uh, you know, we, we are um, not just uh, against abortion, but we're for actually promoting life. And let me remind you, to choose life, um, you know, I'll renew my automobile tags in January. And when I do that, I'm going to be renewing them with the Choose Life tag. And uh, we encourage you guys to do that as well. Choose Life Alabama. You hear us talking about it here on the program quite a bit. 
because now they are in their 20th year of, uh, of making it possible for you uh, with your automobile tag to promote life and support the pregnancy resource centers in your communities. So ChooseLifeAlabama.org. You can go there and learn more about the pregnancy centers, resource centers, and you can learn more about how at any time of the year you can um, order the, uh, the specialty plate that says Choose Life. And we've told you those are $50. $41.25 of that goes directly to the, uh, the Pregnancy Resource Center in your county or the closest one to you. Okay, Not every county has one. Some, some share one you know, among two counties, but it goes to the one that's closest to your county. So that does stay local. And then you have Choose Life on, the, uh, on your vehicle, and that can be an encouragement to, uh, to someone who's struggling as well when they see those words, Choose Life. So it's uh, ChooseLifeAlabama.org. We're going to have a, one of our pregnancy resource partners on the program Monday from up in Marshall County. So you guys listen in uh, for that on Monday. All right, let's take this break and uh, come back, and we'll get to the top of the hour. Message me at 205-941-1011 if you've got thoughts. And, uh, hey, we'll come right back on the other side and continue. Often, marketing agencies make high promises with low delivery. Business owners have been burnt by these types of companies time and time again. Dot Edison Marketing is built on integrity. They retain customers four times the industry average, move past multiple vendors, lost time, lost money. Contact Dot Edison Marketing and find your marketing partner with integrity at its core. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. Hey, this is Willie Corey Robertson. You're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. All right, Greg Davis here with you as we uh, press toward the 6 o'clock hour. Be careful out there, everybody on the roads on this busy Friday evening. Uh, Let me finish up this hour by talking a little bit about um, the gambling issue. Of course, uh, it's something uh, I don't like talking about, but we just have to continue to do so because of, um, you know, a a strong movement here in our state to to legalize, uh, you know, comprehensively legalize gambling from uh, from lottery to casinos and and additional casinos to the ones that we already have, legal and illegal. I, I believe that would be the plan. It has been in the past and also to uh, legalize uh, sports betting as well, which I believe is probably the most dangerous of all of this, uh, is the sports betting. And uh, I know that I know people bet on sports anyway. I get it. And I know bookies are active, and I know people bet online. I get it. But let's just say when something's illegal, it does discourage some people from jumping into an activity. It does. You take away the Ill, the uh, the legality illegality of it. And uh, you take away the deterrent. It doesn't, it, you know, and, and then over time, it becomes much more normalized. And then people don't even, you know, younger people that come grow up don't even realize that this was an activity that one time was absolutely against the law and outlawed, nor why it was against the law and outlawed. Okay. So, uh, you know, uh, legalizing something does not um, stop people from breaking the law. 
All it does is move the goalpost. Well, uh, quite a few uh, legislators now are coming out, speaking out, saying they uh, are not friendly toward legalizing gambling. I was uh, very pleased to see. I, I think I knew this because I know all the people involved. But it was very good to see uh, these uh, state Senate District 9 candidates. Now, that's up in, uh, you know, uh, Marshall County, Blount County um, area that will be uh, voting on this new uh, Senate seat. I always forget exactly which all counties that is. Somebody help me. That District 9 seat uh, that Clay Schofield has resigned from. So you've got uh, uh, a former county commissioner, Stacy George who I know, he's been on this show before. He's a, he's a dear brother in Christ. Um, then you've got two current state representatives, Brock Colvin out of Albertville, and then uh, Representative Wes Kitchens out of ARAB, who I know both of them as well, uh, both of them, again, brothers in Christ. And they're all running for this uh, one Senate seat. And it's a quick run. The vote is January the 9th. And let's just say all three of them have come out now and and clarified if they if they needed to they have clarified that all three of them uh, would said they would be a no vote on uh, pro uh, on, on any on gambling legislation. So uh, and I'm telling you on on this issue as in years past every single vote matters every vote and so uh, that's huge to hear that. Because that means you've got uh, two that are currently serving in the House that are no's. One of them could go to the Senate. Uh, and then you've got a, a, you know, a, a third party that's not currently serving in the legislature that would also be a no vote. So uh, either way that goes, you've got good solid no's there. And uh, we're really glad to hear that. Um, you had um, Wes Kitchens saying during my campaign for the State House in 2018 and in 2022, I have consistently told voters that I'm a conservative voice that they can depend on and that I oppose the expansion of gambling in our district and in our state. Uh, Representative Colvin, uh, he uh, is new to the legislature. He served uh, one, uh, he's been in one year now, basically one term or one session, one legislative session. And uh, he says, I'm a no vote. It's no secret. I don't believe in expanding comprehensive gaming in Alabama. And he also added he didn't think there were enough votes to pass such legislation anyway. And then uh, Stacy George uh, also uh, come out and uh, you know gave his as well, uh, saying he would oppose gambling and a lot or any of it if he were to win. And uh, he went on to say, and I'll give you these quotes from him, that uh, he's against it for the same reason he's against abortion and state alcohol sales. He says, I'm a solid no. And he said he believed Alabama had been blessed uh, in a covenant with Israel because Alabama was the first state to lend its support to Israel, if you didn't know that, when it first became a state, uh, back uh, in, when the, the state of Israel was, was, uh, was refounded in 1948. You can go back and research that if you'd like. And he also said Alabama's been under a curse when it was in a covenant with abortion until the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. So he, he went into, you know, using the covenants. Uh, and he also said he believed expanding gambling would put the state in a bad covenant. And so he would not approve any comprehensive gaming bills. So, uh, you know, sounds like Stacy 
doesn't just look at is this a good piece or bad piece of legislation. He looks at these things as uh, his vote as a covenant with God on these kind of issues. And, and I'm, I don't know that that's a, a bad way to look at it, quite honestly. Uh, you know, we all have to answer to God for our, uh, for our actions, our votes. We have to answer to God for those. And so uh, that, that is certainly, I don't think, uh, a stretch to say that, uh, you know, God is a covenant God. And, uh, you know, def- define, according to how you define covenant, um, but we do answer to God for uh, for these kind of uh, issues. So anyway, that was really good to see and to hear. Also, State Senator uh, Arthur Orr, who's been on this show uh, from up in Decatur, uh, he was spoke to uh, Yellowhammer News and uh, said that he also was uh, a no. He said, I don't see an expansion of gaming in this quadrennium, which that would mean the next three years because we've got one year behind us. Based on the players that are now there now and based on the issues that we have and the money that we have, he said he does think that a, uh, a gambling bill might pass that would be some kind of crackdown against the illegal operations currently running in Alabama. So um, he says, I don't know what the House committee that's been looking into this is going to come up with as far as legislation or whatever, but one of the things that could happen is ramping up the penalties for illegal gaming in the state. That might be a possibility that could pass. We'll just have to see. Uh, but um, he certainly cast uh, his... His, uh, his shadow on ga- on gambling, or as let some of them call it, gaming. You know, I, I, it's just gambling to me. The gaming, uh, I, th- I think, kind of softens it up a little bit. But um, anyway, that was also good to see uh, him come out as well. So uh, so you got multiple, and also um, I think we mentioned this last week, State Senator Sam Gavan out of Huntsville also uh, coming out and saying that he uh, was uh, not inclined to support gambling either so uh that's pretty strong stuff when you've got uh, and then uh attorney general steve marshall uh he was out this week as well in an interview with uh, alpha uh on their agcast podcast uh saying that he from what he knows of what's being proposed for legalizing gambling that he also uh, couldn't couldn't put his support behind that but that he did think uh, that we could stiffen up the penalties and get after people who are breaking the law. So um, so that's pretty strong when you've got that many um, you know, legislators coming out publicly and saying that. And, of course, you heard uh, uh, Alan Treadaway with us earlier this week, and we heard where he stood, and we heard the work that he's done uh, cleaning up some illegal gambling in, in his county. So uh, that was another one as well. So uh, more and more are kind of, stepping up and stepping out and saying, look, this probably is not good for Alabama and uh, not something that our state needs to move toward. You know, I think Alabama, we're a law and order state. And if we've got a law against something, uh, we should enforce the law and not just legalize it because we don't want to enforce the law. That's a bad precedent to set. What issue will we do that on next? Prostitution, drugs, what, whatever. Are we not going to enforce our abortion laws if people break them? I mean, you know, if you want to change the law and legalize something, okay, but let's not let's not do it because we can't enforce the law. Let's get together and enforce the law in the state of Alabama. All righty, we're going to uh, break it right there and head over to the top of the hour. Stay with us. There is another hour of Priority Talk still ahead right here on Truth 101 WHJC. Back. 